I'm Dr. Mandy Beats, and you're listening to the Behind the Phrase podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing conversations and resources to help families and providers navigate the world of scoliosis. This is your place to find hope for a better solution so that you can live your best life. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. This week, we are talking about pregnancy and scoliosis. I know I've touched on this here and there um, through different episodes, but we were sitting in my office the other day and I've had a lot of really young women asking me about this. Uh, And it was something that was really intriguing to me because being older and already having children, um, I didn't really think about all of the situations in which the younger women that I work with would be thinking about this and how it might affect them as they're looking at getting engaged, having families, and things like that. So I wanted to talk about this a little bit, and it's really interesting to me because the other part of my practice is a family um, prenatal pediatric practice, and um, the scoliosis work is definitely very specific and different than that other side of my practice. But in this scenario, these two worlds collide in a really interesting and amazing way because there are so many resources for pregnancy and support for families through pregnancy, birth, postpartum, um, whether you have scoliosis or not. Um, But they're still helpful and resourceful for the patients that are dealing with scoliosis, whether you are in a brace, were in a brace, have had a fusion, um, all of those things still apply. So I wanted to share a little bit about this um, and also talk about that because it's not unusual, it's not abnormal for younger women, even, you know, girls that have come into my office that are 16, 17, 18, um, the question has come up and they're like, is this, is this going to be a problem if I ever want to have kids? Um, and so as a parent, if you're listening to this, this is something that your daughters are thinking about potentially, even if they're not voicing that. Um, so that might be something to just talk about if you have an opportunity. Um, but if you are a woman listening to this, there's a lot of different tools. So the first thing that I want to say is that, you know, birth is not a very predictable thing. Um, So different women, different experiences, different situations, different medical histories. Um, When you're talking about pregnancy and birth alone, my goodness, I have seen it all. It's just very unpredictable. Um, There's certain things that you can do uh, to ensure that it can go as smoothly as possible. And yet you can also do every perfect, right I'm doing air quotes, right thing, um, and still potentially have an outcome that you maybe were hoping that you wouldn't have had. And so that's with all scenarios, all women, all birth, it's across the board. Um, And so if you also have a scoliosis, uh, I can see how that could potentially add some extra unknowns for you um, and that you might be questioning how this might affect you. So I just want to go through a little bit of it. Um, So I've seen patients of all different 
scenarios come through my office um, and successfully have families, successfully navigate um, preconception, pregnancy, birth, and postpartum. And how they did that were in a lot of different ways. Everybody's individual, obviously. Some may have struggled a little bit um, with either discomfort or some pain. Some seemingly didn't have any issue whatsoever. It was like it wasn't even a thing. They didn't even know that um, it could have potentially bothered them. They were just coming into the office um, to stay healthy and well, and we were part of their their team for their their birth team. Um, and so, I want to talk about a few different options. Now, obviously, um, through pregnancy and postpartum, right? If you have a scoliosis and you haven't had any sort of follow up care or any sort of um, active treatment or um, haven't haven't been working with anyone on that. Um, if all of a sudden you start having symptoms or pain or are struggling with that, um, there are definitely things that we can do to help you. We're not going to obviously like we're not you're not going to be in a brace. We're not going to be doing aggressive traction with you. Um, we're not going to be doing the things that we would do with somebody when they're not pregnant, obviously, because pregnancy changes your body. It changes how you're handling things. Um, but I wanted to just give you some hope is, is that, you know, number one, I've had somebody come through my office that um, had a full fusion and navigated pregnancy very well. Maybe had some extra pelvis low back stuff. We worked through that. Um, the people that were on our team to help manage that were obviously uh, myself as a chiropractor. We use different chiropractic adjustments. Um, I think they did some physical therapy here and there uh, to help with some of the muscular things that were going on. Um, we utilize something called spinning babies. So I don't know if you're familiar with that. If you go to spinningbabies.com, they've got some great information. Um, but spinning babies is a tool that a lot of my patients use both with and without scoliosis. Um, so if you haven't checked that out, you should. Um, we've util utilized that. Um, there's another... Uh, option that we've had in our office that we've been able to do. Um, and that's different things through myofascial work, um, dynamic body balancing, craniosacral therapy. Um, so those are things that help with positioning of the baby, um, getting ligaments to release. So sometimes you might have ligaments on one side of your uterus uh, versus the other that are tighter. Um, just different techniques, different tools, different things that we can use that we can help you with. Um, and so the one thing that I really wanted to talk about is, is obviously if you consistently have a team of people that you see, whether that's once a month or once every three weeks, or it might be different for every different provider, every different tool that you use. But if you are consistently taking care of yourself, your body is going to be able to better handle anything, um, just as though it would be better able to handle pregnancy in that way. And so that's what I recommend to a lot of people is to really become informed about different options and tools that you have. I've already listed a few of them um, that if you want to go look them up, you can. Uh, there's probably providers in your area that you can find. Um, there's uh, uh, Spinning Babies uh, parent class that you can do. And I think they even have it available to do remotely online. 
And that really gives you information about how to navigate pregnancy and tools that you can use when you can't see a provider. Um, So what I tell my patients is, is that if you can't get to me, you can't get adjusted, you can't go see your physical therapist, um, the things that you learn in that class are going to help you be able to do things at home to get you through until you can see your provider. Um, And it's something that some of those things you can do on your own. Some of them you need a partner, whether that's your um, husband, your partner, your boyfriend, your girlfriend from next door, your mom, like whoever might be staying with you to help support you um, can help do those things. So that's a really great tool that I just love uh, to give that information to people. Um, because that that gives you knowledge that you can use when you're not with somebody else, um, say like your chiropractor or your PT. Um, but really, the other things that can come up are, I've gotten questions like, um, is my scoliosis going to affect my ability to get pregnant? Is my scoliosis going to affect my ability to be pregnant? Am I going to have to not work while I'm pregnant? Um, I'm afraid I'm going to be in pain while I'm pregnant. Um, Once I give birth, am I going to be able to like lean over and pick my baby up out of their crib? Um, I got that question the other day. Like just really concerned about, you know, am I going to be able to do these things? Like I have this, you know, they have a, a vision of what they are thinking that they, you know, might be able to do or not do. um, And they're afraid that, you know, they're not going to be able to complete these things. And so my answer is, is that there's not a crystal ball, right? Um, I have had patients that have really struggled with low back pain through pregnancy. They had a pretty significant uh, lumbar curve and they just really struggled with that because the more weight that they had to carry from the pregnancy, the more stress it put on their low back. Um, and so they did have to modify some things um, as far as the activities that they did, um, you know, like lifting heavy things or um, being on their feet, like walking long distances for long you know, periods of time, things like that. Um, maybe switching the shoes that they wear coming to see us more often, things things of that nature. And so I guess the encouragement that I want to give you is, is that, um, you know, scoliosis and pregnancy. Typically, the answer is, is that just because you have a scoliosis does not mean that it would affect your ability or inability to get pregnant. That alone should not necessarily have an impact on whether or not you're able to get pregnant. Um, now I don't know that there's specific research on that, but that hasn't been my experience that I've seen or that I've heard or that I've read anything about. Um, as far as, you know, the question, you know, am I going to have to change the things that I do during pregnancy? You may have to change some things. Um, it really depends on your job and what you do and what your lifestyle is like and, um, whether or not you've had a, a team of people to help you navigate that. So my best recommendation is, is that if you know that you're wanting to start a family, that you speak with some of these providers and kind of go in, get an assessment, see where your body's at. And um, that way you have some established connections with people so that as you go through your pregnancy, um, I tell my patients, all of my patients this, it is so much easier to start to correct a problem early in pregnancy 
than later in pregnancy. So if you start having that round ligament pain at 13 weeks, 14 weeks, or you start having that low back pain in the first or early second trimester, um, don't wait. Don't wait until you're 37 weeks pregnant and you can't get in and out of your car by yourself because at that point in time with how long it's been there and how um, your body is responding to carrying a baby, it's a lot it's just more difficult to get you back to a place where your body can heal and is calm. So early intervention always. If you start to notice things, start to seek out the people. So um, we do a ton of work at our chiropractic office. We have a lot of different people that are trained. So um, it's not just myself, it's other providers, lots of different tools, lots of different things that can help connect you to people that can help you with whatever might be going on. Um, So earlier is always better. That's not to say that if all of a sudden at 36, 37, 38 weeks, you start having a problem, just get in as soon as you can. That doesn't mean it's impossible. It just means that, you know, we we did have a scenario where um, someone had come in, she's 37, 38 weeks. If you're unfamiliar, right, 40 weeks is the estimated due date, give or take two weeks. So really like the last six weeks of pregnancy, it could be like any time, right? Um, so we were kind of up a de- against a deadline where lots of low back pain, um, baby was not head down, baby was breach, um, which means that they're not positioned properly. Um, And over the next three weeks, we were able to get her out of pain, help the baby turn, and things did turn out well. But there are times too when if something is has been out of position in your pelvis or your spine for a really long time and been causing you trouble. I also have had scenarios where people have come in at 37 or 38 weeks and we have not been able to successfully do those things because we ran out of time before they went into labor. And so um, early is better. Um, Information is really your, like the magic bullet is to be able to know who your resources are, where they're at, how to find them, making those connections either before or even early on in your pregnancy. And I have seen several, lots and lots and lots of women successfully navigate pregnancy, birth, and postpartum healing, even with some really significant um, scoliosis issues. Um, And it may be that here and there we have little flare-ups, things come up, things, um, you know, may be an issue for a period of time, and then we handle those. And most of the time they clear up and they do better. Um, And of course, with anything, if it does come to a point where there's something that is not resolving, um, because I'm sure those there are those stories too, where potentially somebody has just not had a great experience and their scoliosis was a really big issue with pain and discomfort and things of that nature. Um, there are some things from on a medical standpoint that that can help as well. Um, so I know uh, like our local physical therapists do great work and they're able to help patients with things that we don't necessarily know how to help them with. But they also have different things like um, trochanter belts and stability, um, 
braces and things like that. Um, another one I didn't mention is um, we do a lot of KT taping. So just supporting the muscles um, in your spine, in your stomach, the ligaments. Um, there's specific ways that you can do taping. Um, if you're not familiar with what I'm talking about, it's basically like just a, a stretchy athletic tape. So if you think of um, athletes, we use the same type of uh, tape during pregnancy to help support your body so that you don't have to work as hard. Um, so that's a great tool too. And uh, the physical therapists use that as well. And there's just some really great teams that are available to you uh, to be able to make sure that you're successful. Um, and if something does arise that that team of people can't handle, um, then there are different things that we can do medically to get you through a pregnancy and birth, and then postpartum, be able to look at that. And I have had women come in in really heightened pain um, at the end of their pregnancy. And what was great about that is, is obviously not the situation that they came to me in. But once they got through the birth, and they were healing postpartum, after the fact, we were able to do a really thorough assessment and be able to identify what the problem was that was causing them so much trouble and be able to address their scoliosis in a way that they hadn't been able to address it before. Um, so if you're an adult um, listening to this or even like a young woman thinking about um, a family and you have scoliosis and maybe you're in that situation where you got to the end of your care, you're done growing, and they're like, yep, you're good. Head on out. You don't have to wear your brace anymore. Um, you're good to go, right? And then you hear nothing else after that. If you're in that group and you're thinking about starting a family or if you have questions about starting a family and what that might look like for you and your scoliosis, I really do encourage you to reach out because there are things that we can do with you and for you before you start your family that were probably, I don't, not even available 25 years ago. And so if, if you have an opportunity to get that information, it can be very helpful to be able to address your scoliosis in ways that you've never had that opportunity so that when you do move into having a family, that your body's better prepared and it, it helps your body maintain and continue to function at a higher level, even though you still have a scoliosis. So the goal changes. It's no longer necessarily always about, you know, either stabilizing or correcting the curve. Like when you were really young, it becomes about how do we have you be able to do normal life activities, function on a day-to-day -day basis and do the things that you want to do without being impacted by the curve in your spine. And there are ways that we can help you do that that you most likely have not had access to before. Um, so if you know somebody who fits in this category and they don't know about, about this information, I really encourage you to share this podcast with them, to share the information with them. Um, we can link some of the links that I talked about today um, on this episode so that you have them. I know I kind of listed off a ton of different resources that maybe you haven't heard on this podcast before. Um, but like I said, this is what's really unique is that the two worlds of pregnancy, prenatal and postpartum care and scoliosis, when they collide together, there's a lot of extra tools. And some of them may not be 
specifically scoliosis um, related, but they're very pregnancy related that help people who have scoliosis. And then there are some very specific scoliosis tools that we can help you with um, either before or after a pregnancy and birth. And so again, I just encourage you to uh, check out the resources, share this with people that you know. Um, the saddest thing that I see is that as adults, especially having had scoliosis years ago, um, it's kind of out of sight, out of mind. And they just don't know that these things exist. They don't know that there are tools. They don't know that there are options. Um, and so to anybody that you can get the information to before they start a family would be a huge benefit to them. Um, so if you know somebody from high school or somebody in your family that they're in their mid to late 20s or 30s or even, you know, cl- getting close to their 40s and this applies to them, um, it would be great information for them to have. Um, as always, you can find more information on our Facebook and our website. It's behindthebrace.com. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for spending time with me today. If you could leave a review before you go, that would help us reach more people that need this message. To learn more about the services and resources that we have available, visit us at BehindTheBrace.com. This show is produced by Rayma Team Media. To learn more about how they can help you with your podcast, visit RaymaTeam.com.